I can't believe we are more than a fourth of the way through this through this season. I just it's blowing my brain. I know, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Genesis Avalon. That's getting to some way through the entire series. Yeah, yeah. We are over a fourth of the way through the series too. Um so anyway, hello everybody. I am Catherine Pride, the stupor. I do everything on the show except act, because now I'm I'm not there on the Episode show acting 18. anymore. Um, no. But uh, with me is my editor, Chris Britton, as usual, who also acts on the show. Hello. And, uh, yeah. So, episode 18, Knox. Clearly, you've already listened to the episode, because yeah. that is proper format for when you listen to radio dramas. It, it, it is indeed. And the commentary. It's but, uh, courteous, courteous behavior. Yes. So that I can sit here and go, Oh, Roxy! For like the entire episode, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> this is a good drop in straight into the action here. Yeah, I wanted something that kind of just went bam and hit it hard because they go right from this to a fight scene, and I, and it's just, this is so. I okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm really happy with how this turned out. Like from start to finish, I feel like this is a pretty strong episode, so that's good. No, I would um, agree. Is that McLeod music, or is that something else? No, that's McLeod music, yeah. Okay. I have, like, all of his rock stuff now, so I use all of it when I can. But it was fun to do their joint transformation again, and have it be a little different this time, because this time they said stuff at the same time, they did stuff at the same time, and then they fly off at the same time, so... Yeah, so... And meanwhile... Meanwhile, at the Hall of <laughs> Super Best Friends... Exactly. Um, also, I have to apologize now, folks, for the multitude of noirs Natalie gets behind me. I'm not really sure why there's like four times where he says that. I would assume he, she's behind him at some point in this thing, and he does not need to say it anymore. <laughs> well, it's just, just making, like, making it very clear. To get the hell behind him. Well, you're not listening to the other three times. Well, there is a fight going on, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. And it is kind of melee-ish. In my head, it's kind of insane, so... It's totally possible that she keeps wandering, or he has to go defend her, and then by the time he's done that, he's realized she's over there now. <laughs> Natalie. Oh, and now we have a full group face-off going down. Yes! And I love this. Okay. Alright folks, this piece of music has been picked up for Nox ever since I came up with the character. This was always her transformation sequence. Always. So that's kind of cool. Didn't I try and steal this from you at one point by mistake? Yes, and I told you no. I my senses about You did. You're allowed to do that once. I've done it twice so far. So, I have to tell Chris, I have to tell you, man. This was actually, this transformation was only partially my idea. Like, I knew what I wanted to do with it. I knew I wanted there to be, like, the leather, and that it was going to be Egyptian in nature. Chris was the one who came up with the idea to do animal sounds of the area. So there's, like, a crocodile hissing, and elephants, and a hawk, and like, jackals, and stuff. That's not pretty cool. So, I have to go give her a hug later. <laughs> Add it to your list. Yes. But I was really happy with how this turned out. Like, I think the piece of music works, and it just... It's a scary transformation when you think about it. Like, no, it's very sinister. Especially considering she was powerful before this. Yeah, she's powerful enough that she could do stuff. She could, in fact, shove a guy, twerk, beat up against the wall, and kill him. So, you know, she's 
Now mm. think about how scary she is. Also, Jeez. folks, you've all seen the cover. That yeah, that really is how she looks. Um, <laughs> I don't think you've seen it yet, Chris. But um, Dan and I talked about it, so the whole cover is just Knox. Awesome. Also, I had a lot of fun doing the the flames on her voice. Yeah, that's good, and that is really disconcerting when you put into in-ear headphones so you can't hear anything else and you're just listening yes. to that. It actually gives you slight vertigo. Yes, win! And then I think it was interesting because like, you come off of like this like music high where there's lots of music and lots of action, and then it just kind of all goes quiet. <laughs> yes, an excellent use of silence. Stronger. Faster. I I'm gonna do I'm probably gonna do that thing where I start listening to the episode again. Crap. Um, no, it's it's all right. Don't worry. When one of us does that, the other one just starts babbling on inanely about stuff. That's so it's, true. It's cool. It's true. I'm just I'm really thrilled because this was a character that I've had in development for years, and I'm just so happy to finally get to do it. You know, like it's like. It's like it's like when we get to some of the stuff that's in season three that I wrote four years ago, already knowing where it was gonna go. It's it's so it's such a nice feeling knowing that I've finally gotten here and she is every bit as badass as I want her to be. Well, when you write a show, there's always those bits that you really want to do. Yeah. And they always seem so far in the future. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I've got to write all this stuff first. I don't care. You know, exactly. Can't I just do and six months later? <laughs> yeah. After all. Of course, you do care once you're actually doing it, but yeah. you just want to get to those parts. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! This part always creeps me out. Good bubbling sound effect. <laughs> nice bubbling. Thank you. I have lots of fun sound effects for her and for the for other two gangs, so it's quite, quite awesome. I also like the fact that it's the first time you see Sam just go ace shit on somebody. It is, yeah. It's very much a loss of control that he normally has. He, he is not happy with her. And, first spoilers, folks. This is not the first time this has happened to an Avalon. This is not the first time. Interesting. Sam has actually seen this happen before, hence why he's going nuts away. I'm not going to tell you anything else, but that, this, is, this is not the first time this has happened. So. This scene, this part of the scene, I've had this like in my head with this piece of music for months now, so just getting to it just gave me chills. Poor Sam, I'm so mean to my characters. I adore background music with drums. I wish there was more out of it, out more of it out there really to utilize. <laughs> That's the part I like. Nice. The sync up of the music and the arrow and just oh god, I'm so yeah. mean to my characters. <laughs> I like how you can kind of hear her. Like knocks kind of like into the ground with that little chime there that's in the music. Like it's just the whole episode just came out really good. Oh my god! But I'm so mean to my characters. Like I just I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, like this is the last half of this episode. Well, it can't all be easy. Yes. Well, as we all know, this is the season that Laura Post refers to as Raincraft Down on Gina season. It is indeed. I think you should put that on the website, really. I should. It should be like a tagline. Stop this. 
you had your chance to kill me, Avalon. Now live with I also think this and the next episode are Laura Post's best hero. performances in the and show. The so far? far. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She just does. She knocks them out of the park. This, this scene and then the next scene where she's sitting with Sam in the bed. That is just... I... Okay. I know my actors have done a good job when they're making me cry and I oh wrote it. Sam... Like, I knew it was coming, and I'm so proud. Like, that's hospital. how good they, that no. she was. And then yeah, in the next absolutely. episode, there's some amazing stuff that makes me cry, too. So. You'll have to heal him yourself. No one else can. I've no idea how Chris Hattie gets his voice that low. I don't know. You don't mod it, do you, at all? Nope. No. I don't have to do anything. He just does it. It's pretty awesome. Especially because I know where his voice is naturally. Yeah, I love his voice so much. <laughs> Revelations. Yes. This is not like this is not the only time you're going to hear this. There's more. There's more exploration of the character of Knox as we go. So. Some pretty interesting stuff gets revealed. Stay with me now. I like the little bystander stuff that's uh, that's in here. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I was hoping it didn't come Please, off like the train scene from Spider-Man 2. Um, <laughs> no, I like that scene. Um, yeah, I just didn't want it, I didn't want it to be like uber, not messianic, but like... No, at no point do you have an American flag being waved. Um, that is true, so, so we're, we're good. It's harder to do that in audio, of course, yeah. without someone going, look, she's waving a big <laughs> American flag. <laughs> And I'm trying to protect but no, I did like the fact that that it shows her that regardless of what the press says, regardless of how she feels about herself, people do look up to her and, and Sam, and they are needed, and that they are doing a good job, and I think that's a big thing. I think she needs to hear that. Yeah, absolutely, especially with everything that's going on in personal life. Oh, yeah! Because I'm so mean to her. <laughs> but no, I think just the... My whole cast turned out some amazing performances um, for this episode and the next, and, and, and I know that they've done an awesome job with future episodes, because I've already listened to lines. It's just, it's just, I'm so happy because season two was like where it's at for me. Like, this is the season where everything goes from build up into solid, this is the war. This is the kind of war she's going to be fighting. Yeah. Because until, until this point, it didn't really get there. Like, like season one, you kind of get a taste of the kind of stuff she's going to deal with. Season two, it is all her dealing with the crap that comes with being a warrior, really. Not even a superhero. Just, she's a warrior. She's like the poster child for this religion now. And this, this, this way of life. And she just doesn't even get it. Like, now she's going to start getting it. So. There's the nice face-to-face -face scene between Kerry and Julian. Yes. At last. Exactly like I could get a taxi to the battle zone all that easy. Then all this Hanukkah was talking, just lying round. I love the way she rips on him though. She's like, "You're such an idiot, dude." I couldn't get there. Okay. End of story. Of all the people to get here to that photo shoot to get the photos, it was gonna be you, dumbass. Not me. I don't know about you. I think this needs a wonderful gay man to come and sort this out. Wait a second. There he is. She's not just some Wait human, for it. Wait for okay? it. She's a little girl. Any minute now. 
And I wouldn't waste my time liking someone. Oh, you sarcastic Unlike bastard, some Julian. People who might want to idolize her, I know what she's really like. So what if I miss her fight? <gasps> From what I hear, Exodus got hurt. Oh, she can't even protect her partner. Oh, so apparently I didn't miss much, except that she got her ass handed <laughs> to her up, by Julian. this <laughs> Big surprise there. You're a bloody asshole, you are. <laughs> I love the just called them on it. Quite. And you've crucified her. Guys. Maybe it wouldn't be. There's the game and the save of the day. Guys. Yeah. How can you say that? Guys. <laughs> and Richard gave me some some fun reads of doing that. Like I mean, <laughs> all manner of freaking out at these two. Harry, write the article. Julian, gather some info. See if Mark. They really need to learn to work together, though. And I'm sure they will. <laughs> Part of part of that would you mean that Julian would have to stop being an unrighteous like a lost puppy. ass. <laughs> yeah, that's slightly harder. Unmitigated ass. Consider your strategy. Get to it, you two. Either way, you two better start getting along, or I'll dope you both up on a two-month supply of Valium. Oh, the thousand voices voices of Richard Castone. I know. Random transition music. Good job, Catherine. Actually, I really like how this transitioned because it wasn't I did not. Okay. There are two different pieces of music in this scene. But they feel like the same piece of music. Okay. Because this whole piece of music is one thing. When the violins come in, where she's sitting there talking to Sam alone, that's, that's, that's a whole other piece of music. That's, that's, that's her and Sam's, like, I guess, theme for lack of a better word, for angsty things coming in the future. Right, okay. I really liked the piece of music, and I was like, oh, this is good, I'm going to use it again. I, need your help. I wish for the life of me I could remember what it's called when all characters have a different theme in a show. Calm down, Joseph. Scoring? I don't know. No, there's a word <laughs> for it. It's Latin. I, no I can't idea. remember. It'll come to me. I'll, I'll, work, it, I'll work it out for next month. Yeah, you probably will remember it by the time we get to 19. Yeah. Uh, but no, I have a lot of themes that get reused. Some yeah. of them you haven't heard no, since season one, so but they do come back. Um, but a lot of the themes that you're hearing now are probably going to be themes that you hear from season two to like three and four. So a lot of stuff that's in season one that you hear that, that, that gets repeated isn't necessarily like to be a theme. It's just it happens. Uh, sorry, I just squicked myself out, folks. <laughs> so sorry. I really liked sorry. writing this scene. And it's funny because, like, that, the pulling the arrow out is, like, so cliche, but. Uh, but. I, I kind of like it because. It's, it's Jaina literally getting her hands dirty and, and doing something herself to save his life. Not, not letting somebody else fix her problem. Absolutely. She's doing it. And she's also, aware that it's all her fault. And she's also doing it in the medically correct way. Yes. As opposed to uh, the pulling method. Yeah. That's only because Noir's there. She probably would have pulled Noir. the damn thing out. Yeah. <laughs> She'd been like, yank! <laughs> oh, look, there goes his carotid. <laughs> it does annoy me, though. They were doing that in the latest Robin Hood film as well. And I was like, no, yeah. that's no, wrong. that's not how that works. This uh, is where the new piece of music kicks in. Right, okay. I yes, really I love can this hear the transition. I, I absolutely fell in love with this piece of music. I'm so sorry. And I really... Uh, something I about this part of the episode just really hits me hard. 
And I think it's because she finally realizes. This, I mean, folks, this is the moment where Jaina figures out so that she needs cool. Sam. Yeah. So Up until cool. now, she has spent the whole season telling him she doesn't need him, or okay, maybe I sort of need you, but I don't need you in my life, like as a friend or anything. I just need you to be there when I when I say I need you there. Yes. Which is why Sam's always like, I'm not your coffee bitch. I don't understand why you think that you can just order me around. This is the first time that she finally figures out, no, I need you there to be the partner who tells me when I'm doing something stupid. I need you to be here to help me figure this out because I'm in over my head. I need guidance. So I just, oh, this scene's so pretty. <laughs> it is. No, it works, it works really well. I'm outside. This is a fantastic performance here. She did such I a good job. Feel it helps that, that Laura absolutely loves playing Jaina. <laughs> With all of her good and bad. <laughs> yeah. I really tell him that, and if I can <sighs> Plus, she is a huge fan of the dynamic between Jaina and Sam, if so she really was looking forward I'll to getting to play this, because there's just so many little layers to it. Oh, we're quiet again. <laughs> I know, I know, we shouldn't do that. Very unprofessional. Top I top. to survive this. I can't fight Obsidian But it is hard not to, uh, yeah. get sucked in. It's really hard because she does such that's an amazing you job. Me be. And you can see it. Like, I think that's one thing that I like about the scene is, is you can physically see it. Every God who gives me power, you can I see her holding in his hand and just sitting next, next to him on the bed, just like pleading for him to wake up. To yeah, I would agree. Please. Absolutely. You have to make it through this. Please. One of the nice things I like is, as yet, she hasn't given a uh, marshalling the troops to war speech, which by this point I would have expected, and it's kind of good that she hasn't. Yeah, and 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 I'm I don't know if that's I think I think part of it is also Mar, that Jaina is not a marshalling the troops to war person. No. She's not really a leader of like a massive army. She's she still sees herself as the lone ranger, I guess. She sees herself as working alone with and then and then with you know, now she sees herself working with a partner, but still it's just not not in a rawr, we must all go fight obsidian kind of thing. And I think also part of it is that is that she just thinks that this problem with Roxy is her problem, she needs to solve it. Does that make Sam Tonto or the horse? That's not just not make her so responsible. Sorry. I don't know, I'm pretty sure people wouldn't mind riding him, so I guess that makes the horse. You never struck me as a moral. So you can always rely on me to lower the tone. Um, <laughs> but I'm ching. Um, You'd rather not have a job, right? What are you, some bleeding tab? Oh, right? this is part of those lows that Julian goes to. This, this is, this is low. This, this is, I think, I think this is the lowest he goes. I'm not really sure how he planned on getting away with it. He didn't. Oh, well, no, he did. I mean, like, he just, he didn't. The problem is he didn't think it through. He just no. went, oh, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to make it an, um, my, uh, an opinion column. And somehow that'll make it okay. Yes. And Bobby, Bobby doesn't know about this right now, folks. So if Bobby knew about it, Bobby would tell him off. But Bobby doesn't know yet. Admittedly, he's the only one who knows. So. If it's anything like the opinion columns we get over here, where they can print any sort of horrific trash, um, it probably would get away. He probably would get away with it. Uh, yeah, if if, 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 if Bobby doesn't see it first, it will probably go to print. So. You're the one who wanted me back here, little miss. 
I need a partner. I also you like know, the fact that you see his chauvinist streak here. Because people keep telling me they like Julian. I'm like, you guys don't get the part where he's actually not like a really redeemable character right now. No, I don't really get that either. He's vile. He's always started out as a smarmy, but hotshot cute reporter. Who really mistreats his girlfriend because he goes and gets himself obsessed with some superhero who hardly knows his name. And then when his girlfriend says, get your head back in the game, or I'm leaving you, he goes, well, fine, leave me, I don't care. And now he spends the entire season being pissed off because his, one of his buddies died, and he's dealing with all this crap. So I... Julian's not redeemable, folks. I mean, I'm gonna redeem him at some point, I'm sure, but... Just, <laughs> but right not, now... He's not a nice guy right now! No. He spends most of his nights at the bar, using alcohol as a crutch. I mean, you really want to hang out with the guy? Come on. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, the fun, the fun ending scene. I know, it's a fun, very long ending but scene. I must thank Mindy Rast for this piece of music. It is actually not Kevin MacLeod. I, I thought it wasn't. It is by Chad Salvada, who is a playwright and musician in Austin, Texas, who does who, who Mindy is heavily involved with the theater that he produces for. And he was so thrilled to meet me and Chris at the cast party when we were with Mindy that, and he knew that we did a writing drama and he thought that was wonderful that we did it and he offered to let me to let me use for free the soundtrack to his show Vampirus, which is about Countess Elizabeth Bathory. So I'm a huge I'm a huge Bathory nut, so that was I think where we kind of like bonded so he was like yeah no he's like for, totally for free go for it I'm nice so cool it was very nice if you could fucking use this so random yeah. offside on Elizabeth Battery have you seen Hostel 2 no wow that's random yeah, watch Hostel 2. There's a really cool, if slightly weird, Elizabeth Bathory reference in it. Oh, okay. Cool. It's sick and wrong as well. Nice. Um, Bernadette, is, this is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> She's very terrifying. Terrifying and yet slightly hot. Is that just me? No, not at all. It's, she's hot. <laughs> I get the impression that for a cat lady, she probably has a more human appearance than she wants to. So I would love to see Dan draw the more human appearance and see what happens. Because I'm sure men would just rule over her. And women. Women would rule too, because she's just that awesome. I love how much time she takes with each line. Yeah, and it's like sometimes I always, sometimes I have to be like, Burn, you actually need to uh, speed it up a little bit. Because you're actually so slow that it's, dra it's dragging the pacing. What's but the next word? Yeah, but most of the time, she's just that right mixture of slow and fast to make you go, ah, I'm getting shivers. What the yeah, hell? yeah, agreed. I wonder. And I love this scene. I love this scene. Because it, it's just, it, it shows... It shows just how little of Jaina's friend is really in there. Because this is nothing like Ro Ro Roxy that we know. Obviously. So, and... So, it's just it's really interesting to, to listen to her 
getting my played. I mean, she's getting seriously played by Sekhmet and, and Obsidian. They are just brainwashing her and molding her into what they want her to be. And it's just, it's very easy for them to do, so... Well, she's definitely already leaning that way in the first place, so... Yeah, exactly. Not too hard a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I just, I... There's a lot of drops about Sekhmet's past in some of these episodes. Yes, I would agree. And it's it's going to be fun when I get to actually talk more about it. Because that's something that... I'm sorry, folks, she's going to have to wait till season three. I can't I can't fit in the revelations about Sekhmet yet. There's, there's not enough room in the day. So... <laughs> but you'll get it, I promise. And, of course, we have our, our dog character here. Yes! Before the Who can't be mentioned. Which, in this, the, the original mix of this scene, there was way more barking and freaking out, and then I decided to hold off on it because it was actually, it was actually screwing up the scene. It was messing up the tension and Yes, I can imagine that. Yeah, was, there's like too much barking and I, you couldn't hear anything. So. Now it's more, I think it's more effective now. Because it kind of you hear you hear a little bit of it at the beginning of the scene. You can hear that there's clearly a dog in a cage somewhere, but you don't really know what's going on until she frees her and you realize that this is not just only now has begun to learn. Because in my brain, in my brain, Adelwolfa isn't a purebred wolf. She's more like Balto. Right. Okay. Cro yeah. So, like and then it's so funny because some of the like the like like the SFX cues for the character for for Adelwolfa when she's in dog form in this episode and like the, and I think two others is like woof 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 mother effer like it's like and then like in parentheses it's like it's like but but like Balto. <laughs> so we're so we're seeing more of her in the future then. Oh yes yes. That's why I brought her in this early and and then made all of the people who like Peta. Hate my guts. <laughs> they can't complain for you depicting it in a fictional context. No, they can't. Especially since you didn't even see it, you just heard it. Absolutely. So, I'm sorry, Featuring folks, if I offended you with the dog beating. I'm sure they won't. I'm against animal cruelty in all its forms, but same you know, here. But in a fictional context, in a, with with a, 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 a and also yeah. it's a myth, a mythical Christmas being, sort of. Yes. You know. Yes. So it's not, it's not, like, like Adelwolf is not just a, a, a wolf that's been kidnapped by Sekhmet randomly out of the puppy town. Um, yeah, everyone breathe and go and open another bottle of organic wine, it's fine. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, to the end of another episode, how did we get this far? I'm so Magic. And it's like, this episode's like 27 minutes long, too. Like, the episodes just get, like, like they keep getting longer. Not, like, crazy levels of long, but they are, there are, like, a couple of episodes that, like, straight coming up here, and I'm like, God, I don't remember writing that much. <laughs> well, no, in fact, that's it's only 21 pages, but I think, um, I think some of the scenes, the opening scene with Nox, um, the sound effects yeah. expand that out, and then the last scene as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, really expansive. But also, also that a lot of that has to do with the fact that Bernadette takes her sweet time. It, 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 there is quite a bit of that, yes, yes, there is. So that helps. <laughs> right. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure. Yes, it's been a lot of fun. If you folks would like to say if you loved it, uh, go ahead and drop me a line at 
kat at pennantaudio.com. If you hated it, don't tell me because I'll cry. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you would like to leave a message on the message board, go ahead and go to groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant and check us out there and join the mailing list so you can find out about more of the awesome stuff that Pendant Audio does. Uh, or you can drop us a line at, on the website, pendantaudio.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, which is at Genesis Avalon. I need to find a more structured way to do that spiel. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. It all makes sense. <laughs> all right, folks, we will see you next month for some awesomeness. Uh, definitely be there. You might hate me by the end, but definitely be there. So we will catch you folks next month. See you then.